Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. On The Bachelor, they just spent like a week or two in Cleveland, which Why? was very funny to me because it... Did they go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? No. Did they go to the Brown Stadium? Yes. Did they go to the Indian Stadium? No. Did they go to the Museum of Art? No. Did they go to the IX Science Center? I don't think so. Did they go to the lake? Yeah, uh, well... The I lake is there. Pilot Pete did fly one of the people to Cedar Point. <gasps> That's not in Cincinnati. Inconvenient. Well, he's a pilot, so it's anything's convenient when you're a pilot. That's true. Anything's convenient when you're a pilot. <clears throat> yeah. Those seats in the cockpit are toilets. <laughs> <laughs> what, are they supposed to land <laughs> to piss? No. I mean, you've never seen a, a pilot like come out of the cockpit and go into mm -mm. the bathroom. And I've never I've never seen a pilot in the bathroom at the airport. Huh. They they huh. got to have their own special bathroom. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Little club. I feel like I've seen a pilot in the bathroom. Were you in the pilot's bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> Are, you, Are a you a pilot? Oh, yeah. <laughs> if your podcast gets enough downloads, you, you, you could use the you pilot's use bathroom. The pilot's So, we can do a small time jump if we would like uh, to later on in the evening. I mean, or... I gotta. We gotta meet up with Travis. Uh, yeah, we gotta yeah. see yeah. drunk. Like we gotta see Travis turn up. I think we're all gonna be a little bit drunk. <laughs> Honestly, TBH. <laughs> okay, so then uh, Jonnet and Gable are swept away by this crowd. Where do we find them next? Like. I think they're giving getting a hero's treatment. I think this is probably in transition to the next place, but as they're being swept up and carried around, John it realizes that he has kind of like control over where the crowd takes them where like if he points in a certain direction. And so <laughs> so he he's like going and going and going and then he sees like a nice looking coat and she's so like now we're going over there. And then the crowd takes him and he like scoops it up and he throws like the rest of his silver and a couple of the lint at the guy for the coat. And he's got a coat for Travis. Aww. Oh, that's cute. That's nice. That's very cute. So is it, what time is it? I think like at this point, after we do this like little skip, it will be evening. The sun will have just disappeared. I think that the crowd brings them to like wherever... Travis and Margaret are and Travis is like at the bar ordering and 
Jana and Gable are also at the bar ordering, but they're kind of like back to back, so they don't know that they're right next to each other. And then they kind of turn around at the same time and are like, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, Uh, Travis. What is the super dope thing that Travis is doing to impress his wing of the bar? Because you mentioned that we're about to see Travis in rare form, showing off for the first time in an extremely long time of being able to, his his ability to carouse at night. Um, I think that he is, oh, he's definitely doing some sort of, first of all, he's doing a lot of like luminary card like tricks, tricks, you know, like making Nasty. the cards like dance around on his fingers. I, w- I yes. was going to be like close up magic. <laughs> yes. Disgusting. I mean, it's certainly close up magic adjacent. Uh, and I think he's just magic. like regaling tales of all of his adventures because people don't know that he's 200 years old. So hearing like 200 years worth of stories that you assume happens over like, you know, 10, 15 years of this man's life are pretty impressive. Yeah. 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 I, I, people are enraptured with this. Like uh, they don't, they haven't even noticed that these two heroes have swept in the building because so many people are like tied into this story. So Travis is in the thick of it. Uh, while like Jonnet and Gable are are getting praises and and compliments and all this on the other side, I think. And then you Benjamin Button meet in the middle. I think hmm. Travis, <laughs> he's really he's really doing it, and I think that he <laughs> takes maybe like his one of his luminaries or someone else's, and he does kind of a, a flourish with it and like flicks it out of his hand. And then throws a knife at it and like pins it against the wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that Dumb. that lands like right by where Gable and Jonnet are. It was the island. <laughs> oh, that's a Which bad is, one. That's a bad one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Gable, I assume Gable and Jonnet look up at the knife in the wall, look at the island, and then slowly turn to see where it came from. Yes. And then we rack focus. From like us <laughs> to him. <laughs> uh, well, well, well. Travis, it's night time. Aren't yeah. you feeling you great? Like, what? Get uh, into a round of drinks for my friends. We're gonna have well, a good night. Uh, I, I I guess I, so. You're having a different night than you usually do, don't? Aren't you? I'm a different you're, you're man. Wearing something different at this point. Also, if you want to try excuse, again with that luminary? If you'll excuse me, everyone, I have to speak with my associates. Wow. Travis, uh, you're, hi, Travis you're, you're kind of blitzed hey, right now. Hi, Travis, you're a man right now. Hey, hey what, the, what, the, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, hey, I'm 100% all man tonight and tomorrow night and maybe the night after. I can't remember how long today is. Oh, what, here's what do you mean? What's going on? Here's the thing. I've got to introduce you to someone. You're going to love her. She's going to hate you and she's going to like you. I I don't. Which one did you point at? (laughs) I I don't think you want to. I don't think either of you wants to know the answer. I think he meant me. He's not very pleased with me right now. Uh, uh, We. You you know what? Hmm. This. 
Congra Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'll catch you up real quick. You broke me real good. I'm a very broken man. I've heard it a lot tonight. I'm a real, <laughs> I'm a real broken thing. All right. Well, anyone. And it's all your looks fault. Like you can tell that. Well, I think it's all your started fault. off that way. You, you, hey, hey, you did a know, lot of that work. Yeah, you, I, you did. You did a lot of work for yourself. Of being broken already. Uh, you make it easy. I'm cursed. You broke my curse. You made the curse worse. When and I turn a curse it, reverse. Not yet. Or is Not? it curse? Oh. Look, so we did some magic. Today's going to last three days. That's how much time I have to solve my problem. And my problem is that you broke my curse. So now I'll turn into a snake or a dog or a rabbit or a whatever other thing. And then I'll turn back into a man and my hand will still be jacked up. And that's your fault. And we wouldn't have even known because snakes don't have arms. Yeah, snakes Gable, wouldn't have known. Do snakes have arms? Well, unless snakes don't have those, arms. Sometimes with those lizards with the little tiny arms, but I guess those aren't. But that's a that's snakes. a lizard. That's, that's a, a lizard, lizard with not a snake. Uh, yeah. Okay, no, we just spitballing here. It's all right. No bad answer. <laughs> what, Jonathan? Do you think snakes have arms? No, I'm just saying, like, you don't need to necessarily, like, like you know, reprimand her because she was just, like, you know, speaking out loud. Just sometimes speaking, you got to voice those things through. before you come to the right answer. Just, well, sometimes the, you but, have to. There's no the bad answers is, in brainstorming, but mm -hmm. the thing is, it's there. It's well, there are bad people, and the thing is, it's it's their fault. It's their fault. And I'm going to hey. based hey, hey, on hey. the casual hostility I'm seeing, these must be your two friends. Oh, it can get much more huh? hostile. Oh, hello. The only two friends that you have in the world, I might point out. Did well, who's he to go? Who's tell counting? Tell you that? Whoa! Hang on. Who are you? And why, how did you get him to say that he likes us? I didn't uh, say, no, I absolutely didn't say that. And in fact, I said quite the opposite. Uh, Gable, like, gets up in Travis's face and says, You said I was your friend. I would never. <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, friend. Look at what I got you. And he takes the, <laughs> he takes the jacket and he throws it full speed at his face. <laughs> We got you wait, wait! You, 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 I don't think you've bought the jacket yet. Oh, just I think it? I, <laughs> I threw coins. I think you have the intent, the intent to buy the jacket. Oh, I thought, oh, I thought I, I thought I had the jacket. I thought I bought it. I think we're gonna need to see that. Oh no! I was like, hey, we're grabbing that, and then I grabbed it, and then I threw the silver in the lint. Uh, Gable throws an arm around Travis's shoulders and turns to Mark and said, "Yes, this is." Travis, my very good friend. My name is Gable, and it's a pleasure to meet you. And as well with Jonnet, his other good close friend. Good friend, Jonnet friend, me friend. Hey! <laughs> That's uh, what we are doing today. Today. Margaret, <laughs> can you guess which one of them I hate? <laughs> and which one is the and which one is the big one? <laughs> Jonathan like frames his chin with his hands and like cocks it to the side very cutely. Hey, Jonathan Kessler. Any hands? Oh, uh, Margaret. Hand. Margaret puts out her hand uh, to shake yours. Margaret. Uh, so I don't know if you saw or heard, but there was a bit of a commotion in the square, and yeah, we, we did it. High five, oh. Jonathan. 
Yo. <laughs> we punched a zombie so good it exploded. So you're welcome. So if you ever need anything exploded, just call us. <laughs> With punches and guns. Yeah. GJ. Yeah. DJ, play. <laughs> GJ all day. I'm I'm loving just picturing these poses that you're doing. <laughs> yeah. They're very lopsided. Gable is very large. We're <laughs> doing a lot of like up top, down low. Who? Oh, I I do like the idea of the the crossed arms back to back because that yes. will look very very silly. It's just <laughs> it's just a lot of weight on Jonathan. <laughs> okay, let's maybe not do that one. Well, but anyway, I otherwise we nothing abnormal happened while you were gone and John is fine and so am I so high five again John high five yep but also Travis Travis let me talk to you Travis yeah I'll okay talk, go go I'll for talk it to Margaret Margaret what? Hi, what what is uh, uh, a, a spice you like go first uh, Travis, Travis. <laughs> What's the matter hand? with you both? We've had... We have heroes bog wine. We're heroes. <sighs> look, look at my hand. Okay. Look at my hand. Uh, hey, that's great, bud. That's great. The Mariners. Yeah, hey, I, I got tight. a cool thing too. Check it out. You, which hand? You, you've only got one hand. Yeah, on, well, it's on the, the back of Travis's hand is a black lily. <gasps> We got hand tats. Well, mine's sort of like in the ethereal divine eye, but cool. What's yours do? Mine connects me to death. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie Clockstoppers? No. no one has. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's a movie? Okay, well, how about uh, Spy Kids 4? All yes, the time I have in the seen world. That. I've definitely seen that one. With Joel McHale? Gable yes. has canonically seen Spy Kids 4. <laughs> With Shark Boy and Lava Girl, the first entry into their canon, correct? I believe that I is. I believe so, yes. yes. Thank you. I have seen this. How Shark do, Boy and Lava Girl are in Spy Kids 4? I think so. Either that or in Spy Kids 3, but before they had no. their own film. Uh, the, the girl, the little girl from the first Spy Kids is in Spy Kids 4 as like a grown-up or, you know, a... a yeah. An adult person. Yeah. Okay. Why did what you was bring the question? this up? <laughs> what is your What is your hand yes, sign yes. do? It made it so that it will be morning for three days for me. So I get to be a man at night. Oh. When was the last time you were a night dude? Well, I'm always a little bit of a night dude. But... <laughs> I, the last time I was a man at night was almost 200 years ago. So maybe I hung out with your great, 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 I don't know, grandfather. Probably beat him in a fight. <laughs> My great, great, great grandfather was actually mauled by a coyote. <laughs> oh, oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> Actually, wait a minute. No. So coriander is... is my favorite spice. You, uh, because of all the intense flavors, it, it, yeah. it's different on sweet versus spicy foods. So Gable, uh, please make a perception check. No. <laughs> uh, uh, perception. 
This is average. Average with maybe a black die because you're a little drunk right now. Well, also, my perception is pretty bad. Yeah, man, this is not going to go good. I only have one yellow die for perception. It's a bad one. Actually. Oh, no. Wait. Yes, no. <laughs> That's a, uh, a failure in two threats. Failure in two threats. Okay. You don't notice anything during your conversation. Excellent. Uh, but very, like, in a short period, Margaret is politely uh, sort of smiling at you as you're going through this. Like, I think when you asked her what her favorite spice was, she very quickly said cinnamon um, and kept the conversation going. But a, a more attentive person would notice that her focus f- wasn't fully there. And as you were in the middle of explaining that coriander was one of your favorite <laughs> spices, her expression slowly changes to surprise, then horror. And now she turns, uh, well, uh, like, once the conversation, your conversation, you've sort of stopped talking to the point where it would be her time to speak, she shifts her attention away from Jonnet back to you, and her eyes widen with surprise as well. And because of that, on a meat dish, you don't want to use too much, but then you use a little garlic salt with it, and it helps enhance the flavor. But, um, excuse oh, oh I'm sorry I thought it was interesting and I'll take my discussion elsewhere goodbye and good day miss I I am sorry I am very sorry um, and you can feel that there's definitely uh, during this conversation during this whole moment where you've reunited with Travis and this kind of buckwild thing is happening where Travis is now around at night and hanging out in a form that's not pettable <laughs> you well like th- there there was a warm light and airy feeling and it diminished somewhat for a second at around the same time that uh like their focus has shifted back to you. Like when she was looking at Jonnet? Yeah. Hmm. And uh, then like like shifts back to you. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to uh, get distracted. Mr. Matico. Hmm. I'm afraid I must amend a statement I made earlier. You and your friends are the most interesting people that I've ever met. Okay. But if you had to pick one of us. Yes. Which one? I yeah, don't think we ahead. want to play just that this. game right just, now. Yeah, well, yeah, like sure, they one, don't. Two, three. I'm really, they really don't. hot. One, two, three, make it. I'm, like, really hot. That's you are. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh. <laughs> Such a waste, though. <laughs> oh, you're... Uh, what a great ribbing from my friend. <laughs> my best friend, Travis oh. Madigo. I'm going to tell everyone. Is spit here, spit? Spit. <laughs> oh... Whole of course, Spit is there. Mm-hmm. I You've spoken his name. He has been summoned. <laughs> Spittlejuice. <laughs> oh, that's what he calls it. Oh, no. <laughs> I have so many questions for all of you. Yeah, ask but away. Come ask on. away. You're one Don't of my like the present. closest friends now as well. I don't think they're questions that are polite to be asked in public. And 
it appears we do have a little time, and I would prefer that we enjoy this night. That's true. I can bench 200 pounds if that's... It doesn't seem like a lot, but it is for me. I've got pretty uh, atrophy traps. Do you want to know why? I probably shouldn't tell you. It's fine. Uh, I Uh, I think uh, (laughs) Margaret looks at you as though she's asking a question with her hand uh, hovering above one of your arms. Yeah, sure. Uh, She places a hand on your arm and says, show me. I I just got so excited. (laughs) (laughs) 200 pounds is actually like not a lot um, for... Uh, well, for like someone a like person who's no, like, I could I could bench like two fifty. So who's like God strong? <laughs> um, Get it? Yeah, I think everybody on this like phone call can bench like yeah, two fifty. God strong is my favorite band. It's <laughs> 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 uh, my favorite musical. Um, uh, Gable. Gable's eyes light up, and they're going to go over to the fireplace where there are. Uh, there's a bench of men just sitting around, like having a sing song, and they're gonna do a Gaston lift <laughs> of of all four of those men. <laughs> yes, I, I mean, obviously the the bar erupts in excited cheers. Like there's there's bog wine sloshing about in mugs and ale being slung back and forth. This is a wild, raucous night to remember. And it actually makes me want to cut to morning. Where do all of you find yourselves in the morning? (sighs) This is the first time Travis has had a hangover in like 200 years. Oh, Mm. shoot. You're right. (laughs) Do Do you think he went to bed? Do you think he wanted to like even waste that? <laughs> oh, that's true. A waking hangover. That's, that's uh, I mean, I think maybe, maybe he stay. I bet he stays up until like sunrise to just watch it and then kind of passes out. I think we all ended up on a roof and we don't know yes. why. And we don't yes. know how. I love that. <laughs> I like that you're all on a roof together. You are awoken at seven in the morning. Perhaps you've only gone to bed just moments ago, but you're awoken for two reasons. One of those reasons is a light rain has begun. The ring of protection that was around this town that allowed the sun to pierce through for your landing has slowly closed up and has become a layer of clouds once more. So rain is falling on your skin. The other is from all around town, there are loud bells ringing and it pierces your mind Uh. like a knife. Uh. No, no, no. No, Mm-mm. John. It takes the his bandana off, leaves his eye closed, but then he takes the both ends of the bandana and shoves them in his ears, and then it doesn't really help much. Uh, how far is just... the bell? Uh, the bell, I think, is there is probably a bell tower in the middle of town um, that is. Oh, ringing. it's not like far uh, enough for me to like throw a tile at it. <laughs> you, I mean, you can throw a tile; it might not hit. Uh, I'm not gonna do. Uh, I think Gable tries to throw uh, a, a tile in the direction of the bell, but it's n- nowhere near. 
Yeah, it explodes in the cobblestones below. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. It's, it's a bell. Mm-hmm. It's a bell. It's, it's not. It's, it just goes. Uh, I don't even understand what melody it's trying to play. Uh, it's the, is it time to get up? It's time for wake up times. Good morning. And adjoining the sound of the bell, you can hear a procession through the streets. It is a hem, a somber, wailing hem. One that perhaps you all recognize from one form or another because it is the call to worship of the Church of the Slain God. Glory to God in the highest, highest and, and peace, peace to, to his, his people, people on earth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, along that lines, but also it's more about how God is dead and how there will be no peace. Christ God was dead, dead. There will be no peace, peace in the land. <laughs> Oh, uh, so that you can see a per- died. Christ, Christ is, is risen. not risen. Christ, Christ will come <laughs> again. Won't come again. <laughs> Christ is dead. The seas are risen. <laughs> the stars <laughs> will fall again. again. So <laughs> you all those options. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there is this procession of people uh, coming from various buildings in the town singing you can tell this is not the entire town but a sizable portion of it is joining this procession that is led by two people an older man who looks like he's in his late 40s or early 50s and a young woman in her mid-20s they are dressed up in the robes of the church of the slain god they are followed by people who are dressed in their church best that all have books in their hand and are singing this hymn together. This procession moves slowly through town, gathering people from various homes and businesses headed down towards the bridge that you crossed earlier to get to the shrine to the luminaries. Uh, Gabe, look at your friends. What? Oh, they don't, they don't like me. Very much. Oh, maybe we should hang out sometime. Come on, Travis. Okay. Me. Very cruel. That, Very leave cruel that in me. yesterday. What's this? Hey, Jonnet. For what? me, it's still today. That's. <laughs> it's tomorrow, but it's tomorrow. I. Look, just because you're not going to change doesn't mean it's still yesterday. Time is still going. Mm-mm. How do you. Look, I've you, got a little bit more mustache on my face than I did yesterday. Oh, John. But that's, that's that's just ash. That's just ash. No, don't don't touch you. it. I need my That's oh. Yeah, you don't have you're still a baby boy. Little bib, little little bubby baby boy. I can Rubber see baby buggy boy. I can see everything. Yes, <laughs> I fucking love that so much. Especially like how fucking pouty that sounded <laughs> oh that's so good um, uh, a question that i have for this group is margaret with you uh, i think uh, so she would have left i mean mm-hmm. feels like fast friends do you think okay. we regaled um, her with everything that we are or things do you, does she know 
or like I uh, so here's the thing she knows something is significant that there, there's something significant up with all of you it's a question of whether or not you told her in your drunken haze from the night previous and that's a decision I'll leave up to each and every one of you. Margaret being a black lily is very good at listening and very good at asking the right questions and not asking the right questions to get people to reveal information to her. Whether or not you are a person that is susceptible to that sort of thing is up to you. John, it is very susceptible. (laughs) Yes. Um, (laughs) But also I feel like he probably would have tried to, you know, as much as someone who's drinking can put a wall up around like information around the Mariner. But I think outside of that, he's probably down to eh, probably also the eye. Well, so he would hold back on his eye. He'd hold back. That is an important thing. Um, I mean, Traveler Kwan knows. Eh, he'll give up the eye. He'll keep. He'll try his best. You to can hold make on a it. roll for it if you like to see if you messed up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to keep the Mariner stuff under wraps, but the eye thing I'll roll for. For sure. For sure. Uh, um. Okay. So I am going to say this is a discipline check, and I don't think she was pushing you that hard. So I'm going to say it's average difficulty with one red die. So, like, a purple and a red and a black dye because you were drunk. Great. Uh, that is a complete wash. Okay. Hmm. So, that is a failure, I'm but okay not a big failure. What I think happened, Jonnet, is you mentioned something about your third eye. Like, you let something slip. And you realized it in the moment and like cut through the drunken haze a bit enough to walk it back. You didn't know that she already knows that there's something buck wild up uh, with you (laughs) because she cast a spell earlier to look at you, to really look at you. So she has sort of filed that information away, but you didn't like spend the whole night explaining your life story. I think like... There may have been one moment where <laughs> just like everyone goes up for a cheers and maybe Travis misses the glass and he kind of bonks Jonnet in the forehead and he's like, ow, my eye. I, <laughs> you I, dummy. I love bug wine. <laughs> I, ow. God, I love bug wine. <laughs> I love it so much. And then he, and then like, Afterwards, he's like, saved it. (laughs) (laughs) I got it. I got it. All it's uh, all uh, like a trap. (laughs) What about Gable? I'm pretty sure Gable messed up at least between like, I bet that Margaret knows that Gable is at least as old as Travis, because I bet we fought Mm -hmm. a lot about like things that we've done and how we've run into each other over the many, many years. And I think just based on those conversations, she can tell like how long of a history we have together. Yeah. I like that a lot, but anything else, probably not. Uh, it's like my first rodeo. I'm very old. Uh, and the final question that I have uh, for everyone. Did we is... tell spit everything? Yes. 
He knows. Mm, good. Yeah, yes, yeah. good. I'm glad that Spit finally knows. <laughs> now, the final question that I have for everyone is, is more of an aesthetics question. Margaret laid her head on someone to sleep for a little bit before you were all rudely awoken by the bell. Whom did she lay her head on? I think it can't be Jonnet because... Yeah, for sure. It's definitely not Jonnet. He's baby. He's he's baby. He's baby. <laughs> I mean, I'm fine if it was me, but I think it makes more sense to be you. Well, but th- this is a thing about Travis. Travis clearly has a lot of stuff that, that he's uncomfortable with. It's the first time he's kissed anyone in 190 years or whatever. You don't know That's that. That's fucking... Wa- well, tell. you did say it. You did literally say no, it, and it was he, the truth. He's uh, so he said, like, doesn't kiss and tell, so it might be. Mm, I guess that's true. He's being mm. coy. Coy. I wanted to. I wanted to leave it um, less defined for Up in the, the for the horny fans. For the horny fans. Mm, okay. Okay. <laughs> but yes, also, must uh, Gable does have a te- have a a canon history of like treating people like teddy bears when they're asleep. That's true. Yeah. That's and true. I too. Like- well, I mean, but it's a different kind of intimacy between the friend, the one friend that you've had in 200 years and uh, the person that you just met. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if everyone did fall asleep and Travis watched the sunrise because it's the first time that it wasn't that there was no like physical pain involved with the sunrise. That's yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. I mean, Travis must have. Well then, the, the, then was it was it Travis? Did Margaret lay her head on Travis? Like once he came back, or, or oh, you went off to watch it alone? Yeah. yeah, I feel like it's. I feel like John. It probably would already just rest his head on Gable, and I feel like Margaret would maybe jump on that train. Yeah, just, we. I think. We I, yeah, like, I think that's yeah, it, sitting and talking and just like sharing a, a flask amongst us, and then we all like just sort of nodded off, sitting next <laughs> to each other, and just kind of lean. And, and, and Travis moves off in the other direction somewhere to watch the sunrise. Oh, I mean, that fucking rules. That's perfect. Snuggle bugs. <laughs> yeah. So you're all rudely awoken by this bell. Margaret is a little bit bleary eyed, but I think uh, she stretches and like stretches in a way that's a little bit ritualistic and sort of places a hand down onto a puddle of water that's that's formed in like the tiles of this roof. And suddenly she looks fresher while everybody looks like they have a bad hangover and, and drank a lot. Margaret looks extremely fresh and as though she slept very well the previous night. Hey, can... Can I get, can we get, can I get the splash? The, John, it just actually reaches down into the puddle and just like puts it on his <laughs> eyes. Oh, it's gross water. Ah. It's, it's so gross. Oh, I got no. it in my third eye. Love. Bogwine. <laughs> uh, I love the third Bogwine. The third one I had last night was the best. Saved it.
Hey heroes, it's James, your game master, and welcome to the mid-roll. Heroes, we're still in the middle of our Kickstarter funding the first season of Skyjack's Courier's Call. If you're enjoying Skyjack's and the world of Sphere and you haven't checked out Courier's Call yet, I highly encourage you to do so. They're over on their own podcast feed right now. Just search for Skyjack's Courier's Call in whichever podcast app you prefer, and you'll be able to find them right there. We're still posting new episodes of Courier's Call throughout the Kickstarter campaign, and a new one dropped just yesterday. So if you want to catch up with Kieran, June, and Cece, head over to that feed. Or if you want to hear my character, a Baba Jean Cooper, you should check it out as well. And once you listen, be sure to check out the Kickstarter page. We've already managed to fund the first season, however, we want to make it even better. If we can hit our $10,000 stretch goal, we'll be able to commission a new song from Arnie Parrott. And folks, a new song in the Courier's Call feed means a new song in the Skyjacks feed as well. So if you like Casey Tony and making his job easier, this is a great way to do it. Just head to bit.ly slash couriers season one, and that's season one with the numeral one, or just go to Kickstarter and search for Skyjack's Courier's Call. Before we get back to the episode, I want to thank our Patreon backers. We don't have our list for individual thank yous yet, but we're probably going to be collecting that list next week. So if you want to hear your name on air in the thank you section, be sure to head over to patreon.com slash one shot podcast and sign up to support the network. Not only do you support Campaign Skyjacks, but every show on the network. The more people we have subscribing, the more we can do new fun things. Skyjacks Courier's Call is something that only managed to happen because we scraped together enough money to take a new shot on a new show. That also helps us do radical stuff like commission artwork and music for the show. Thanks again to everyone who backs us already and everyone who's going to back us soon. With all that out of the way, let's get back in the sky. I think Gable stands up to watch the procession. Where is it headed? So it is headed across that bridge, and it appears to be looping down into Lower Nordia. Right now, you are in Upper Nordia, which is newer-ish buildings that have been built onto the hillsides. Like above you, you can see there are some finer wooden buildings that are built higher and higher onto the hills. It's overlooking Old Nordia or Lower Nordia, which is, you can see dozens of flooded houses that stretch far out into the lagoon that this place overlooks. You uh, see that it, it stretches down in there and sort of winds into that area that intermingles with different cranberry bogs. They eventually wind out of sight. A thing that Gable takes note of, even in your kind of hungover state, there's just a prick of, I, I, I don't want to call it fear, but it's like, you know how whether you're hungover or you're drunk, if something serious happens, it feels like you center yourself for a second and like take note of it. 
you see that there are quite a few church officials intermingled in this procession. There are a bunch of people who are clearly part of the town, but there are also manos. Manos are basically soldiers of the Church of the Slain God. They wear kind of acolytes robes, but they're also armed. Uh, they have what symbol do they crafted... have on their garb? Uh, so, uh, Church of the Slain God. The the symbol once again is a triangle with a point going down, and inside that is an eye that appears to be crying. Hmm. Okay, good. And foot soldiers are called manos? Manos, yes. What's the singular? Like, manos? Yeah, ma- ma- like mano. Or a mano. You know? okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Margaret. Yes, dear. Are they a permanent fixture here? <sighs> I am happy to report no. I did arrive with them. Uh, they are a rowdy bunch, for sure. But they are visiting. Good. That means... Can just avoid them. Fingers crossed. For how long? Oh, that's a good question. I'd say if they were trustworthy, then they would be sticking around for quite some time. But uh, knowing the Lacrima, I don't imagine he will want to stay around very long. They're here because the town is nervous. Uh, the incident yesterday that uh, you so heroically resolved is a high symptom five. of high, f- high five. Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> is a symptom of problems that have been affecting this town for what I gather is some time. The local priest requested that uh, members of the church arrive to defend this town from an impending attack of the mariner. They are here along with Il Sangue Dio, a ship that is controlled by the Lacrima to ward off any threats from the sea. How do you spell Il Sangue Dio? God's For blood? anyone might be taking notes. The blood of the Lord? Uh, yes, a rough translation. Uh, it's one of the, the many ships in the Slain God's fleet that... Uh, bears a similar name. Uh, most church officials are not very creative. Has an imminent attack by the mariner. How would he even know that? Well, he would know it because Adrian Helvig asked for him specifically and has been asking for him specifically for months. Uh, oh, of course you don't know. No, it's Adrian. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, it was a late night. Uh, Adrian is the local priest. She leads the congregation here, from what I gather quite earnestly, noticed the problem early on and summoned for help as soon as she could. She petitioned both the syndicate and the church, and the church eventually answered the call, coincidentally, shortly before the festival. Hmm. This is good. If you'd like to know my suspicions, I think we are just... In the presence of a very ambitious Lacrima who wants to create a show of force and engender himself to the people of this town and perhaps collect some taxes so that he can continue to be promoted within the church. Why is everyone trying uh, can to Can we see scam? their ship from here? 
Yeah, you you actually saw it uh, when you pulled in, but now like the the skyship port is kind of a large and overbearing thing, and you happen to be on the the roof of a building, so you stare across town to where the Uhuru is parked and where Il Sanguidio is parked. You can see that Il Sanguidio is probably like it's a large. Schooner. I mean, maybe schooner is, is too small a ship. It, it probably runs about 60 feet in length for the main boat. And it has probably about 30 cannons on it total. But it is a fine ship, a new ship with one of the newer sail designs. The envelope of it is composed uh, mostly of canvas, of treated canvas and not feather weave. There are patches of feather weave sewn into it, but it's one of the designs that shipwrights have created to sort of stretch a piece of feather weave. Uh, a ship like the Uhuru, which is very old and would have been in service a very long time, has a sail that is mostly composed of feather weave. Modern ships make do with smaller amounts of weave that are being used more efficiently. Would that sail less effectively than straight feather weave? Or is it... It would probably be less efficient. You would probably need to use more fuel okay. Um, okay. in order to get it to work so properly. So it's for the look uh, of it, you think? Uh, it's not It's not even for the look. It is literally, we want to use less feather weave so we can build more ships. Okay. Man, so, huh. Cutting corners. We could outrun them. I have a question, James. Can I mm-hmm. run... The jewels? Yes, run them, run them. Uh, <laughs> I want to cast a spell Ooh. to see if there's anything of interest to me on the ship. Oh, on their ship? On their ship. Should I cast this on the ship or on the procession? I, I guess this uh, it depends on what you're trying to find out. Uh, what, what information do you think you're looking for as a player? I, I want to know if they've got bit, bits of my, my old body. Oh, you want to see if they have any feathers. Yeah. I am going to say that you'll probably want to cast it on the ship. Okay. I mean, if you cast it on the procession, this will be a hard check. If you cast it on the ship, it will be daunting. Let's do the daunting check. Let's see. Hell yeah. Uh, so you will need to spend two strain for this. Yeah. Strain did not refresh because you did not sleep very well last night. (laughs) (laughs) What a bad time. Um, (laughs) Actually, it's just two threats. It's not that bad. Two threats? Yeah. It takes two more strain to perform this. Okay. That means... Um, so basically what happens you you try to look at this spell you you cast a spell using divine magic to look at this ship and peer into it more effectively Mm -hmm. uh and the ship rebukes you there is magic on the ship that strikes back at you and drains some strength from you until you cut the connection and stop trying to look at it uh i fall down like Flat on my butt. I, I think Margaret kind of half catches you. Oh, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> what? What's up with that ship? Uh, 
So, uh, you've just had your first encounter with Lorenzo. Uh, Lorenzo is the Lacrima who overwatches this particular region. Um, he doesn't pay that much attention to Nordia because neither the Feathers or the Church really care that much about this region anymore. Uh, but Lorenzo is an ambitious man, and any ambitious man makes enemies and therefore takes precautions against those enemies. Uh, she, turning to Jonnet, your friend here is an adept divine caster and tried to look at that ship using divine magic. Yeah, they're pretty great. Lorenzo's enemies just happen to be members of the church who mostly cast through divine magic. So they've created specific protections against the sort of spells that uh, Gable can cast. Wait, so what? Lorenzo's... Like, I think she turns to Gable and looks at Gable and, like, sees that Gable is confused. I'm I'm also, like, of one strain, so I might as well, like, be half passed out at this point. Uh, uh, This is Margaret understanding perhaps for the first time that Gable is a full-on thembo. Um, We're not smart. We're not smart in these yeah. parts. And then like, like get some clarity. Uh, Lorenzo wants to be promoted within the church and there are people above Lorenzo who don't want to give up their spots or have fresh competition. As a paranoid individual, Lorenzo has taken magical steps to prevent prying eyes, especially those that can use divine magic. You got hurt because you walked into a trap that he set. Rude. He is. And unpleasant. And he smells. Good. Thank you. That makes me feel a lot better. Well, that's one less thing on my to-do list. Just let them eat each other alive. Then I don't have to worry about anything. High five, Jonnet. Thank you. Travis? Wait, where is he? Where's Travis? Travis! Travis! Everyone looks around for Travis. Where is Travis? Hey, Travis. I I think he's just sort of at the other end of the roof. I think when he watched the sunrise, he was kind of sitting on the edge, like feet dangling off. And then once it rose, he just kind of fell asleep over there. Oh, bud. Like like stretched back and fell asleep Mm -hmm. with his feet dangling off. Is Travis asleep now? No, no. I think the bells and stuff woke him up as well. Yeah. Jonnet is going to walk over to Travis and put a hand on his shoulder and he's going to ask him, hey, so how was it? A peaceful sunrise. It was beautiful. Well, you get two more, buddy. (laughs) I might take it a little easy tonight, though, because I do not miss this. And then he leans over the roof and throws up. <laughs> oh, oh. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I think you hear swearing from below. Oh, hey, dude. Motherfucker. <laughs> what in the blazes are you doing? Travis Madigal? <laughs> we got to run. We got to run. <laughs> You're lucky I didn't have anything to eat. <laughs> You get down here this instant. I've been looking all over for you jokers. What? Oh, spit. No, not now. We we just had the bells and we don't need your voice. 
No. I'd go so far as to say we never need your voice. <laughs> Spit, I'm so, I'm so sorry. I was trying to keep, oh, oh God, oh God, throw up. Oh my God, no. <laughs> Wait, now I'm into it. No. <laughs> Coming around on it. John, uh. don't you dare. I have no desire, and if I would, I'd throw up on the roof before I threw up on spit. Actually, roof time. <laughs> All right, I'm good. Spit, how's the ship? Oh, That's exactly what I want to talk about. Can we uh, do this somewhere more comfortable than shouting? Oh, it's fine. We'll come down oh. there, but we're still going to yell. Yeah, I'm going to yell. <laughs> <laughs> Madam, I must we, we, take my leave. It was lovely to meet you. We're going to go look at our ship. And now yes. we bid you adieu. Adieu. A bonjour. It was lovely meeting you all very much. Uh, Travis, uh, let's reconnect later today. I need to gather some ingredients. Sounds good. I need to provide them, so I guess that works out well. You need to provide some of them. Sure, I'm just... Uh, what does that mean? Shh, With that, she'll thing. pat, uh, like, Gable on the cheek. Uh, she'll smile down at Jonnet, and uh, she'll give a nod to Travis as she uh, makes her way down gracefully off the roof. Hey, you made a cool friend, man. That's a good friend. That is three of them that you got. That's three. That's three. You three got three friends? She's going to fix the mess that you made. Oh, come on, man. Give it another 300 years, you might get to the double digits. A <laughs> friend. That, that, and that's the greatest curse of all. <laughs> <laughs> you, you cut down uh, to moments later where you're hearing Spitz's voice and you realize perhaps that is the greatest curse of all. <laughs> we, we got some real problems. I mean, real problems. Why is it whenever you speak to us, there's always just some new thing we need to fix or new item that we need to fetch or new journey that we need to go on? It's almost as if you're a narrative device, (laughs) (laughs) except disgusting, and I hate you. It's because we're co-workers and work is work. What's the problems? What are the problems? Go on. So... The problems with the ship, uh, we're in the middle of the scrape, you know, getting rid of the skamalic, and that's going all right, uh, but we need to set up a canopy, and uh, we can't set up a canopy. Uh, I'm sorry, I'll back things off a bit. I'll talk slow, because I know Matta goes here. <laughs> skamalic gets worse when it rains. I don't hear, I so, don't, there's, the only thing that's, the only thing that's slow about me is... <laughs> Take your time, buddy. <laughs> You've got Hold it. On. Hold on. Get him. Get him. Travis throws this. up again. <laughs> <laughs> That's for you. So, in order to do a scrape, you got to keep things dry. We got to take time to scrape off the smolic and uh, uh, get some alcohol on there to burn away what's left. 
but we can't do that if it keeps sporing. And as long as it gets wet, it's going to keep sporing. Now, normally a port like this will have a canopy that they can throw up to protect the ship uh, from any new rain that might be coming down. Unfortunately, their largest canopy is currently being held by the other ship that's parked over there. Oh, come on. They're not giving it up for nothing. Well, they don't need it. Why would they need it? They don't have a little barnacle issue with the the growing and the bad stuff. (laughs) That's what I said. But apparently that's some hoity-toity ship from some member of the church. So Mm. they're only listening to them and probably taking bribes, too. And I can't talk anyone out of it, so I need to turn to you. You're, you're the captain's counsel. I feel like if the captain put the fear of God in them, maybe, maybe that would move something, or or maybe we have to confront the, the church itself. I don't know. Uh, we we got to do something to get this canopy, or all the work that we're doing is going to be for nothing. The schematic will just grow up overnight. Can't we just get, like, bed sheets or something like that? Throw together a yeah. bunch of tablecloths and hopefully that get anything loose else, really. Tarp. I mean, that's what most canopies are is just a bunch of loops, tarp, but you'd need a lot of it. So we got to talk to these guys. Well, somebody does. And it ain't going to be me. Not it. I'm not charming. <laughs> most people don't like me. Oh, no, really? Oh, wow. What a surprise. Maybe it's the tone, or maybe the things that you are always giving people to do. Or how you're turned on by most things. Extremely rude. Telling people what to do. Giving them jobs that they they don't want. That, like, handily they're not qualified for. I didn't give anyone any job. Travis, what is your job? I don't know. (laughs) Quarter. Quarter. (laughs) Quarter. Quentin Mangler? Yes, the, you gave you made him the Quentin Mangler and uh, I didn't make anyone anything. That was a vote. That was a vote from the crew. Yeah, but Ugh. you enforce it, so it might as well be your fault. Might as well be your fault. <sighs> it's a problem for the captain's council and the captain. You solve it. I tried telling the captain earlier, but I could tell he wasn't listening to me. Oh, you were talking to the captain? For how long? I mean, until he dismissed me, which was short. Hmm. Uh, Maybe a minute or two. Uh, f- fellas, I, that sounds like the captain sure was angry. I think we should talk we to should him. We should talk to the captain. We mm-hmm. should talk to the captain. Okay, we're going spit. to we're gonna figure this out. We're gonna have a chat with the with the captain, and then uh, we're gonna we'll see what we can do. All right. In the meantime, uh. Get everybody back on the ship and give everyone some hangover stuff, some Alka-Seltzer. Well, I mean, you'd be lucky to get people back on the ship. People are enjoying shore leave, and I'd advise you to just uh, take it. This is a pretty sweet deal we got here. Oh, I just meant, like, do something for the hangovers. You do do your thing. Do your thing, man. Go, go. You know what, Spit? Find a nice, disgusting lady. You know? Have a good night. (laughs) Get married, go away forever, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I, I will be your best man at your wedding. It'll be great. 
Yeah, I'm hoping to pick up a couple new fetishes myself. Stop here. it. All right, we're going. Got Bye. One. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, I do. Thank you kindly, Matago, Gable. Uh, <laughs> we're walking. <And> Goodbye. <laughs> spit hobbles off. Do we? Does the captain know how to dismiss people? Apparently so. We've left him all day and night, and we haven't done that in a while. But in hindsight, not a great idea. Uh, no, and I, I don't. I don't love. I don't love a lot of what he's done. Mm. Wait, you can't have the heart inside you for the Ooh, next three days. Oh. You can't have. You're not going to be able to control the captain. Well, I will, and I can because we do have. We do share a special oh. bond. I don't. don't. The bond is the so. heart. Without the heart, it's nothing. Uh, well. It's, I guess well, I don't love having to go talk to the church, but I'm not afraid of them anymore. Why not? You know? Yeah. I mean, I'll we, go. We either have to wait until they're done using it, and that might be forever, or we just talk to them. What's the worst that could happen? Well, lots of things. Yeah, I heard it as I was saying it. Yeah. <laughs> Travis, do you want to go get the captain? I suppose. Let's all go get him. So I assume we cut back to the ship. Yerp. The captain is now a big elephant. A great mm-hmm. magic He's cabinet. turned into a powerful elephant. Strong and strange magics occurred while we were away. Off-screen. Oh, strange magics? The animated film uh, created by George Lucas? Yes, the entire plot of Strange Magic, the jukebox musical, happened. What? Uh, James, and a lot of fun about? was had by all. What are you talking <laughs> about? Stop it. Uh, strange Magic is a te- like essentially the taming of the shrew. Uh, oh. Yeah. Except they're... Uh, Except fairy. with animated fairies. Oh, and like it's a jukebox musical that has the rights to so much music, you have to imagine at least $30 million was spent on just the soundtrack. That is absolutely Probably nuts. $100 million. Absolutely fucking nuts. So, uh, yeah, we, we, we're cutting back to the ship, or are we cutting to you've already collected the captain and are going to do uh, something with him? It's probably more interesting to have already gotten him, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. So uh, where are you going? Are you going to confront uh, the dock workers or members of the church? Well, let's talk to the dock workers first because they might be easier to talk to. All right. So there are lots of people uh, working to scrape away the Smolik from the hull of the Uhuru. They're like like there are so many buckets surrounding them that are full of this. uh, I mean, it's not unpleasant exactly. It's kind of musty smelling chunks of yellowish material. There is like a soft top to it and sort of uh, layers of crunchy depths beneath it. They're working very hard, you know, using hammers and chisels to smack that off the ship. Uh, also, like you can see the bustling uh, skyport around it. There there are some offices set up, uh, people running back and forth with the buckets of Smolik. And, you know, there's general activity around the church ship as well. Where do you go and what do you do? Not it. Um. 
I said not it. Um, not it. Okay. If nobody has an idea, <laughs> I was just. <laughs> I imagine you know. us, the three of us, just looking at each other like, yeah, um, "I don't. We're gonna have to start another adventure right now." Um, oh. I did mention there are offices for this skyport, so maybe that's a good place to start. To the no, skyport. Else? Uh, what, <laughs> what, More what, what else? What else do you got? So, are, are there like other fellas? Are there fun, like? Let's design any dogs, like cool dogs, <laughs> like dogs a, with sunglasses, like seals. Ooh. Yeah, so there's a cool dog with sunglasses. It's, I mean, it's the dog that you encountered earlier. I actually can't remember what happened to him. As the animals descend from the sky, they explode into like a gory cloud that is whisked away by the wind. Um, <laughs> Spuds McKenzie. I'm good. Hell yeah, dude. You, yeah, you turn party. off in one direction and you this see... my favorite band. Uh, I think a... F- <laughs> ah, gosh, it was like a god kind of fairy, but she was played by... Uh, I don't remember enough about Stranger. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, we go to the office. <laughs> who's that Who's that performer that you hate, Johnny? Oh, Kristen Chenoweth? Chris- yeah, Kristen Chenoweth's in Strange Magic. Oh. <laughs> so her character's there buzzing around somewhere. Um, in game, what this looks like is we just stand at the edge of the docks for like a good ten minutes, just not starting, just sitting there also, for a little bit. In game, it's, we're hungover. <laughs> that's true. It's like a video game where when you put the controller down, the character starts doing idle animations, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> standing checks, around, checks like talking about the most recent quest. <laughs> I guess it's time for us to talk to someone at the port. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Let's go to the port office. So walking in, you can see Alvin is staring over some I forgot about Alvin. That's right. <laughs> oh, good morning. Good morning, Alvin. How are hey, you? Hey, Alvin. We didn't see uh, you last night. Hello, Alvin. Oh, I had to work the morning shift. Uh, I'm lucky enough that I won't be working morning shift for the next couple of days for the festival. So it's well. one of my favorite times of year. Uh, missing the first day is fine as long as I can enjoy the following two. Oh, nice. Cool. Wait, yeah, you can see behind him there there is a shelf full of bog wine with different notes and labels kind of written on them. I'm looking forward to drinking my gifts this evening. Oh, you man. have to drink all of those? Well, I don't have to. I'd say that I get to. And <laughs> most of these uh, have a lower alcohol content than some of the others that you'll run into in this town. Still quite a lot, but that means people really enjoy you, don't they? Yeah. Well, I work hard, and I believe in working hard and giving <laughs> other people their due. And working hard for other people, right? Yeah, uh, he, he nods. <laughs> That's, well, that's nice. Well, well Al- what can I do for the Uhuru? <laughs> Alvin. Is uh, there some problem with the way I say Uhuru? <laughs> no, no, we just no. love the way no, you say man. it. <laughs> the way it rolls off your tongue. Can you say it again, please? <laughs> the Uhuru. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I love that it. before. <laughs> I love it. It's great. Uh, uh, we, uh, well, you know how we got those. Um, those sky barnacles, right? 
Uh, he nods. Well, we're trying to get him off the ship. And, you know, it's the only way to do that is to make sure it doesn't get wet. But there's no way to, to make sure that happens. And you see those clouds up there. It could happen any moment. So we need a, we need a canvas. But who's got the canvas? This big old honker over here. So I'm wondering if maybe there's a way that we could move that canvas over to us. We'll move us underneath that canvas. He sighs. I will be honest with you. This doesn't sound like it's going to be good. (laughs) The past few days, it has been raining quite severely. Mm -hmm. Uh, The port has been drenched. The uh, canopy was thrown up initially to protect the ship at the request of the lacrima. And it is staying there at the request of the lacrima. I tried to explain to him that there is a problem with sky barnacles on the Uhuru, but he was not interested in taking down the canopy. I explained to him that we have a smaller canopy for ships such as his. There's a backup canopy? He nods. One of the problems is that most of the workers are in the religious way, so... They listen very carefully to a lacrima when a lacrima comes down from the sky. Mm. Mm. I'm not quite the religious sort, so I just do what should be done. I've given the order, but uh, the people are not interested in taking the order, and so long as it is raining, they have an excuse to keep the canopy up. Now, we could take the smaller canopy and put it over part of the Uhuru, but that could make the Skmalik problem worse on the other side. Worse? While we are not scraping and cutting, the Skmalik will grow. So it could grow to, if we don't put it on the back of the ship, uh, cover up important things like uh, the rudder, and if we leave it off the front of the ship, uh, the problem with your guide sails could get much worse. And it might sound like it just would take a lot longer. We could get it, the whole thing covered and scraped down if they these guys would just let go of the big tarp. Now, if somebody were to make the members of the church see sense, then perhaps we wouldn't have this problem. Well, you do have two local heroes right standing in front of you. Hi, John. Anticipation. I like that. <laughs> Do you think... I had heard that there was something of an exciting night in town. Perhaps it was a mistake for me to miss the first day. Well, I I can assure you there's going to be plenty more stunts where that came from. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my question to you is this. You, Alvin, what do you think of the Lacrima? Is this perhaps a problem that we could solve for you? He sort of, like, is silent for a minute. What do you mean? Are they more of a I don't thumb? want you to kill anybody. Oh, no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. I've heard no. stories no. of the Uhuru. No, no, no. You are no, we're not gonna. pirates. No, we're, no. we're not going to. You do murder For hire. Well, no. To, to, do they take we, advantage of you? We have murdered, but we don't need to do that now. Yeah, but, we're not but, currently but, in the business of murder. We but. could be. 
<laughs> no, no, no. I do not want you to murder my customers. No, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. He looks like very nervous. <laughs> but just in, Understood, just but just say the word. Just say the word. Take our uh, card. Take our card. The, the church. Murder. You are a, a good man, and we want to help you. The, the Lacrima is not a generous man, but he does spend a lot of money. His gold is good. His silver is good. Uh, and... He pays for the things that he takes, and that's good. Perhaps there are not enough tips and gratuity for people around town, but uh, such is life. I do think that the Lacrima should see sense on this matter. It would be easier for you and for everyone if we were to have the larger canopy over the Uhuru. Yeah. Now... I mean, has the Lacrima ever pulled weight like this before? Is it just for us? Are they out for us? Or it's just kind of, they just don't want to give it up. If you would like my honest opinion, I Please. believe the Lacrima is a selfish man. Uh, okay. Ooh. okay. All right. Travis, or, you might have You're also common. one of those. Yeah. Hmm? Now the- <laughs> Uh, one more question, Alvin. Is, is there anything, is he easily persuaded? Is there anything in particular you think would, well, we don't want to resort to Well, that's a difficult question to answer. I have tried to make him see sense. My brother Theodore has tried to make him see sense. And my mm-hmm. brother Simon has also tried to make <laughs> him see sense to no avail. That makes sense. Yes, absolutely. You have to get all three. Uh, our father, Dave, even offered to have a conversation with him, but that didn't but, quite pan out. No, that's that doesn't make any sense. Uh, perhaps thing. if he were to be confronted with the people who need the resources that he's taking up, he might change his mind. I don't know. I just know he's not going to listen to me. Well, then maybe he'll listen to we. Let's go talk to him. <laughs> I imagine Jonathan says that and then walks out and none of yeah, us follow yeah, him. Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, come on, I, I ended the no. conversation. Come on. <laughs> I don't think we were I, I like that. Jonathan walks out. Gable, uh, Travis, is there anything else that you need to say to Alvin or have questions that you want answered? If you were nope. to go. Okay. No. <laughs> oh. So we're going to cut. Wait, to no, Alvin. Alvin, is, wait. Alvin, wait. Mm-hmm. Alvin, wait. Yes. Can you say it one more time? <laughs> you hoo Thank you. I love you. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, we cut to Jonnet as he has walked outside. We can see the last traces of the hole that was made in the storm closing up as dark clouds gather once more. In the distance, the sea and the land is dotted by infrequent lightning strikes and the world takes on a pallor gray tone to it. Jonnet, once again, the world around you grows cold and you are confronted with a vision of a wave moving up from the sea. A wave dotted with red fell lights from mariner ships sweeping towards this place. It is made clear to you abundantly clear that 
within days, the Mariner's fleet will be here. This is a truth that you know for certain down to your bones. And what you do with that truth will be up to you. And we end session there. Lord. Scotty Jackson. Johnny is going out the door. Oh, he's let, he let the cat out. He let Buster out. Mm-hmm. He had to let Buster out. Just like Strange we need to let... The, magic. What if we let the captain out like Buster, you know? Mm. Like, what if we... He just needs to you just walk hope around, he comes back? Find a place what for him What if the captain's poop? just kind of like Buster? Oh, we had to let Buster in. In, yeah. Buster needed to be a part of it. Yes. What a, what a sweet boy. We had to get him here. Fatih's been asleep on my bed for like the last two hours. <laughs> oh, I'm jealous. I'm jealous of the kitty kit. I'm jellical. Ah. Um, we return once again to the long line of applicants sitting in front of the skyship Uhuru and the table laid out full of headshots and resumes of potential new sky pirates. One of them walks up off the line uh, in front of the table. Johnny, could you describe this person? Uh, yeah, he's wearing a nice uh, floral shirt, some cargo shorts, flip flops, and uh, he's got a suitcase. Well, uh, all right. Uh, uh, th- thank you so much uh, for for joining us for this. Hey, uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, here's my ticket. And uh, what uh, what's ticket? What is ticket. what is this? Oh yeah, you know, just uh, you know, my ticket, and just show me where my old room is, and we can uh, <laughs> start the party. Oh, this is this is not a cruise ship well not yet not till i hop on you know what i'm saying <laughs> I, we don't exactly have quarters we've got hammocks that are kind of set up in the cargo space yeah that sounds great that's my style you know i'm a son of a son of a sailor so <laughs> well we would prefer you to be a, a sailor not yeah I, hey dis- seven days at sea anything can happen oh it's much more than seven days significantly longer. Okay, free free nights. That's great. I don't want to alarm anyone, but this suitcase this gentleman is uh, carrying with him is full of Captain Morgan and cargo shorts. In fact, that's the only thing in this suitcase. No underwear, no shirts, no service. He's got the little sign that says no underwear, no shirts, no <laughs> service as well. Yeah, what else do I need? I got I got the the three C's, cargo shorts, Captain Morgan's, and a chill attitude. There's a there's a <laughs> box in here that says salt shaker, but it's completely empty. Uh, yeah, but I did find it though. Oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> so that's great. But the box is empty. But no, no, no. The salt shaker's empty. Got it. Who in the who box? Was, was it your it was, fault? Hey, I blamed a lot of people. You did. Uh, that one was on me. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I well. What was your name again? I never told you. Could you what tell us now? Name? Could you? Would you? Would you tell us now? James. Okay. Last name. Last name. Buffet. Oh. <laughs> Country of origin. Hmm. Country of origin. Uh, hey, any, 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 any city uh, chill zone. Yep, yeah, that's that's one of them for mm-hmm. sure. That's Could you use it in a sentence? 
All right, you got me. This is Margaritaville. <laughs> from Margaritaville. Well, Thank you. That's what I was hoping for. My favorite thing about your vibe is that you you seem like a thing, but just slightly off brand. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can't don't know exactly where to can't. place you. No. Everything yeah. you say seems super chill, but the way you say it makes you sound infinitely stressed. Absolutely. <laughs> You, Look, you, got, I, you got a, a T-shirt in here that says "Watercraft Libations." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look, look. I've had a rough year at my job. I'm trying to unwind. Okay, this was I saved up my vacation days for years to just go on this dang cruise. How many is for that? years? Years. You said you said yeah. that you get you're expecting seven days. You saved for years for seven days. Of it's a time? bad job. Your, really your bad PTO job. policy is awful. Or and I get sick a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I get stress ulcers. Oh yes, that can happen. I know for sure. Uh, I get stress ulcers just, just for being. Just point me to my hammock so I can chill. Well, there's a lot of the thing is there's a lot of work here. Honestly, can I can I talk to you for a second? Mm-hmm. Yes, sure. Okay. No, uh, j- no yes. not you. Please, uh, James, excuse us for one second. Okay. Mm-hmm. This person, he seems like he had a very stressful time. Maybe yes. we just let him chill on the ship for a week. <laughs> Do you, he has but, a ticket. He, oh, he already has a ticket. We're not coming back to this port. What's that? We're not coming back to this port. All right. It doesn't matter. Seven days from now, we'll kill him. We'll throw him. It'll be nice. He doesn't want to go back to his life. At least that way, he'll die happy. Let's do like oh, let's let's make one for him. Let's make a little cruise for him. Please, let's make a cruise. Okay. All right. Fine. Fine. But can I just say that instead of killing him on the seventh day, let's kill him on the sixth day when he's at the height of having a good time. Because on the seventh day, he's going to be like, kind of like regretting the cruise is going to be over. But here's here's the thing. What if he never has a good time, but we (laughs) try too hard to give him a good time? Let's just kill him today. Let's (laughs) kill him today. And so he'll he'll only have anticipation in his Mm. heart when he dies. Yeah. So we're going to kill him right now? Oh, yeah, let's just do it now. Yeah, absolutely. Would it be easier just to kill him now? It'd be way easier to kill him right now. Maybe. Does anybody have enough flowers to make like a lay? Or or we got maracas that we could shake or something? We could cut up a shirt. I I know when you put an animal down, they they got that like water, like a waterfall that plays or something like that to calm them. I've got a terrible sandwich that was made. It's very cold. It was a meat sandwich that I grilled. But it's very, it'll make him very sick. Well, here, uh, I, personally, when I had a meat sandwich, I like mine with French fried potatoes. <laughs> so we can give him some of those. Would anyone else like to contribute to this meat sandwich? <laughs> anyone knows the lyrics? I thought Goodness. it was French fried tomatoes for the longest time. And I'm realizing how insane that is. Oh, yeah. Yes. No one ever calls them French fried potatoes. Uh, uh, there's like a big pickle, I think, is yes. part of it. Big old oh tomato. Uh, tomato. No. Hey, I couldn't help but over here, you guys. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Lettuce and tomato. Heinz 50, uh, I, I like mine with lettuce and tomato. Uh, Heinz 57 and French fried potatoes. Insane way to say ketchup. No, Heinz 57 is its own sauce and not ketchup. All right. Well, we certainly gave him a beautiful last few moments. (laughs) Yeah, he was really happy. He's still drinking his pina colada. (laughs) (laughs) One last sip. Oh, it's going right out of his throat. Come Monday, it'll be all right. (laughs) Well. Mm. Some people say that there's a woman to blame, but I know. We all murdered it's, it's this It's all man. equally our, <laughs> our faults. Fault. Yeah.
Yep, and that's it. That's that. <laughs> <laughs> Campaign Skyjacks is a one-shot network production. For more information, be sure to follow us on Twitter at at CampaignPod for updates about live shows and other events we might be doing. You can find more great gaming shows over at OneShotPodcast.com. Jonnet Kessler was played by Tyler Davis, who can be found on Twitter and Instagram at Tyler A. Dave. Gable was played by Liz Anderson, who can be found on Twitter at Liz Anderson underscore underscore underscore, or on her podcast... Paired. Travis Matago was played by Johnny O'Mara, who can be found on Twitter at Johnny and Briefs or on his podcast, Dilettante Ball. I am James D'Amato, your host and game master. You can find me on Twitter at OneShotRPG or on my other podcast, OneShot. The original music featured in this production was composed and performed by Arnie Parrott. You can find Arnie on Twitter at A R N E. P-A-R-R-O-T-T. And you can find more of his work at atptunes.com. This episode was edited by Casey Tony, who can be found on Twitter at Casey Pony, spelled C-A-S-E-Y-P-O-N-E-Y, or on his own podcast, Neoscum. Our logo was designed by Fiona Shea, who can be found on Twitter at Fiona Pup. The world of Sphere was inspired in part by the music of the Decemberists and the card game Illimat, property of Together Studios. The game used in this production is a modified version of the Genesis role-playing system that was created by a talented group of game designers who were fired by a private equity firm owning Fantasy Flight Games. There are no kings. Take flight, heroes. Strangers who've ever been kind And once for our friends ne'er to rise Twice to the dearest we're leaving behind You know we can never deny The call of the sky